Welcome to This Week in the State Line, a conversation with the local people and local topics you care about. Welcome to This Week in the State Line. I am Steve Summers. All kinds of things to get to this week. So we start off with something we all need to know about because it's opening finally. The Secretary of State's office for license plates and titles and license and plates and everything. So Beth Kaufman is the spokesperson for the Secretary of State. Good morning, Beth. How are you? Good morning. How are you? Very, very good. Excited that things are starting to get open once again. Definitely. Definitely. And that is the same case for the, I guess you would say, the Secretary of State License Plates Bureau. Our driver services facilities opened on June 2nd, and currently we are serving new drivers, um, drivers who are expired, and people who have vehicle needs for registrations, Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. All right. So the deadlines have been extended, correct? On life stickers, vehicle stickers, and everything. Exactly. Exactly. So due to the pandemic, if your license, driver's license, ID card, vehicle registration expired, you have now until October first to take care of those renewals. So it's not necessary for any of your listeners to rush right in to the driver services facilities. Um, they have some time. And many of the services that we offer can be taken care of online as well. It's at drivecyberillinois.com or something? It is. It's cyberdriveillinois.com. Okay. And one more time, what was that address? It's www.cyberdriveillinois.com. I want to make sure because, uh, like, my license plates expired in April, but I have until October is what I'm hearing you say to get those plates renewed. Exactly. But like we just talked about, if you go to cyberdriveillinois.com, com and you have your registration from the last time, the registration card, that will include your registration number and PIN number, and all you have to do is go online. You can renew it there and then have it mailed to the comfort of your own home, so you don't even have to go to the facility. Please do that, because if everybody waits till September 30th, we're all going to be waiting forever. <laughs> exactly, and we have experienced heavy volume in our facilities just due to the fact that we were shut down to the public. So we're encouraging people to use those online services, not only for your vehicle registration, but if you're a safe driver, if you lost your license, these are all things that you can do online. So take advantage of those online services and it's not necessary for you to, and and also take advantage of the fact that you have that extension. So no need to rush in. All right. We are talking to Beth Kaufman from the Secretary of State, the uh, driver's uh, facilities. And you opened, you said, in June. So what exactly are the services you're offering right now in the locations? Right now, we're only serving new drivers, customers with expired driver's licenses or ID cards, and then we are servicing those vehicle transactions. And that will be until July 31st that we're doing that. So we're experiencing heavy volume. We're letting people who are coming in know to, you know, understand the weather conditions. They may be experiencing a line. They may have to bring water or an umbrella. Just be prepared and be patient. You will be waiting outside. Okay, and that would include getting new plates for a new or pre-owned vehicle you purchased or any of that kind of stuff as well? Yes. Yes. Okay. 
taking care of your vehicle needs. All right. And there is there uh, additional fees now, anything being added, or has it always been the same? It's just now things are slowly getting back into it. Um, everything, is, we're getting slowly into it. We have... Um, there are in Illinois more than 700,000 expired driver's licenses and ID cards, oh. almost 2 million expired vehicle registrations. So we are slowly moving into this, um, and Illinois Secretary of State Jesse White wanted to make sure, too, that we are including social distancing and taking protective measures for to keep the public safe. So... Uh, our employees are wearing masks. We're encouraging the public to wear masks. The employees who are giving drive tests are wearing masks and facial shields and also putting plastic down on the inside of the vehicle. Oh. And um, in addition, people are standing six feet apart. So all of those measures are in place to keep the public safe, but it also means that it's taking a little bit longer to go through the process. All right. So for travel IDs, that extended all into 2021 as well. So please don't clog up the system trying to get an ID now. You don't need one by October of this year, correct? Right. Um, Real ID has been pushed back by the federal government to October 1st of 2021. So your listener's best bet is to wait until your license comes up for renewal and then Check the checklist at um, our website, and you can figure out what documents you need to bring in and then come in at that time. But just so your listeners know, too, if you have a valid passport, you do not need the real ID to fly domestically. So, And if you don't fly domestically or don't visit secure federal facilities, you won't need the real ID. So because we're talking, I just pulled out my driver's license to make sure it wasn't expired because I haven't looked at it in so long. So, <laughs> like, whew, I'm okay until 2021, so I'm good there, but great. you have to do that kind of stuff. So, uh, mailing in for your just vehicle stickers, probably the best thing to do right now. Is your recommendation? Yes. Go online and get it taken care of online. Have it mailed to you. It's going to save you time, and it'll be easy because you'll get it r- mailed right to your home. Any advice for the 16-year-olds who just got their learner's permit and they want to go for their driver's license? Now it's not a really, it's going to be an exciting time for everybody. Yes, as we, as we talked about, you know, there's higher volume. People are chomping at the bit to get in. If you can wait, wait, you know, wait a little bit to get it. If you are going in for the long haul, be ready, be prepared, and be patient. So when I get my sticker, my vehicle sticker for my license plates, will it be dated back when it was due, like mine was due in April? If I get it in, say, July, will it be cycled back to July, or will it be prorated back to April? Yes, it'll be your same expiration date that you had before. Okay, I see what you're saying. So if you wait until, like, the very last minute, then you're only going to get a couple of months use out of it, and then you got to do it again, probably, is what you're saying. Yes, I guess that you could look at it that way, but we're not changing the expiration date, so you will keep the same one. So whether you decide to get it now or later, you're, you're still covered for that time frame. Okay, great. So again, the web address to get all of your questions answered. It's right from the source from Beth Kaufman, spokesperson for the Illinois Secretary of State Driver's License Facilities. What's the uh, address again, the website? 
CyberDriveIllinois.com. CyberDriveIllinois.com. Thank you so much. Uh, you did open up my eyes to a couple of things and uh, also put my heart to ease when I realized my driver's license was still good. So thank you so much for that, Beth. So nice talking to you, Steve. Have a great day. Stay safe. You too. A social distancing tip. Keeping your distance from others is important in slowing the spread of coronavirus. So here are some fun things to do alone. Read a book. Take a walk. Unpack your suitcase from that trip you took last September. Paint a self-portrait. Catch up on a TV series. Do a puzzle. Remember, we should all stay home to lower the risk for everyone. For more info, visit coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part, because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council. This weekend, the state line rolls on. I'm Steve Summers, being joined by Dennis Horton, our good friend from the Better Business Bureau in Rockford on West State Street. Good morning, Dennis. How are you? I'm great. Steve, how are you? Excellent. Thank you so much for jumping aboard here this morning. I reached out to you because it seems like we always get a different scam alert every day or every week. And with COVID-19, I'm sure there's a ton more that keep popping up and coming across your desk. There are... uh, uh from the very moment that we learned of the pandemic, the number of scams um, eclipsed anything like I have ever seen. And I've been uh, with the BDB now for nearly 20 years. The, the scams range from uh, 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 masks, um, uh, fake cures, uh, you name it. There is a scam for it. Uh, they're online. They're on phone calls. There are emails. Uh, anytime you hear anything about a uh, uh, the, the COVID nineteen, and um, we can do something for you, and it's going to cost you not very much money, turn and run, <laughs> hang up, uh, do, do not listen. Uh, the, the, the scams the, for masks continue to proliferate, especially online, and whenever I. I'm on Facebook or Instagram. Um, I'm seeing all kinds of ads for face masks. Uh, We all need them. We all should be wearing them. But we ought to be getting them from legitimate sources. So if you are in need of uh, face masks or any personal protective equipment, uh, do not rely on the ads that you see online. Even if we could make our own mask, I mean, we can do that. They're still out there trying to scam us. Uh, scammers are always, they probably are greater news junkies than you or I. And they are uh, always watching, always pay, paying attention, uh, and looking for ways that uh, they can separate us from our money. And oh. the headlines is what they follow to do that. Is there any way to bring these scammers to justice? Is there a way to track them down? You know, uh, I hear that question of Often, and there are ongoing attempts. Uh, never do they stop. A local police, state attorneys, the attorney general's offices across the country, uh, the FBI, the Secret Service, the U.S. Postal Inspection Service, all of these law enforcement agencies are constantly on the, on the watch for uh, scammers. It is difficult very often to track them down because you find that they are not located here in the country. They're offshore. Many of them are uh, in Nigeria, uh, China, uh, our our, uh, neighbor to the north, Canada. Um, It is uh, difficult, even though there are international um, efforts uh, and 
law enforcement working together to try to bring them to justice, it is a very difficult task. But that doesn't mean there aren't efforts to do it. And very often, uh, they, they do get, uh, catch someone and are able to make restitution to uh, victims. I guess you would say buyer beware. That's the old economic class uh, motto that always came up, buyer beware. But um, as a buyer, I guess as a consumer and someone who may be scammed, Give me some advice, tips to find out if it is real, legit, or fake. Well, you know, um, another old axiom, um, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. That should always be at the top of your mind. Also, we get uh, calls from people often who say uh, that they are a prize winner. Uh, But to get your prize, you have to uh, send uh, money to cover the taxes or insurance or if you're buying a pet and you have to pay extra insurance, uh, especially if it's a prize scam um, that you're going to become a millionaire overnight, but you got to pay something up front, uh, there's a red flag. Anytime that you have to pay money for uh, to win anything at all, especially uh, to win money uh, in a uh, lottery or gift giveaway that you never entered, that should be a red flag for you. Uh, employment scams are very much the same. Uh, if you, as a employee, are needing to pay money for anything to become employed by this company, that's a red flag. They're not legitimate. Uh, the, the, the key here is always be vigilant and, uh, and, very honestly, be careful when you're on the phone. and Never provide any information to someone you don't know. So that would include your social security number or, hey, we're the FBI and you could be arrested and all this stuff. All those things, Steve, you're, yeah. you're absolutely right. Um, they, the the I, identity theft is the, is a still a, a major crime and uh, people are falling for it. And uh, now, uh, as, you, as we were talking about the pandemic and the, and the scams that a company is, uh, employment scams are at the top of the list because there are people who are looking for ways to uh, earn a living. And uh, scammers know that, and they're making promises of employment. Uh, but we need your Social Security number and uh, uh, other information before we can begin the process of hiring you. Oh, that is such so, an easy trap to fall down. Yes, especially if you are in a situation when you you. Uh, don't have a job, and you're getting somewhat desperate. Right. We're talking to Dennis Horton from the Better Business Bureau, located at 401 West State Street. Uh, is there a way to get a hold of you if we think we've been scammed, or if we hear something and we didn't fall for it, but we want to report it? We uh, Yes. Uh, we absolutely love people to give us a call and let us know uh, about uh, the phone calls and the scam calls and the door knockers that they get. Um, we are, as you mentioned, at 401 West State Street, although uh, in, in all transparency, we're not accepting walk-ins uh, at all. In fact, our office uh, remains closed, but you can reach us on, uh, on our phone line at 815-963-2222. And you're talking about door knockers. You're talking about people who also go door-to-door in your neighborhood, too, correct? Yes. As a matter of fact, uh, my uh, assistant, uh, Duane, who watches these things very closely, sent me an email just uh, yesterday morning uh, about uh, individuals going door-to-door promising that they can reseal your driveway for $59. Uh, They show up holding a one-gallon jug of of sealant, 
and uh, do the job. And then at the end, they hand you a bill for some people have been scammed for 400 to over $1,000. And when uh, questioned, they are told that, uh, that, 59, uh, that $59 is $59 a gallon. And so now they are stuck uh, having paid, uh, having to pay uh, somewhere between $400 to $1,000. And the explanation also given is that um, that's what it's going to cost you because that is um, uh, what uh, it costs per gallon. Now, even if you took that to to court, you would have to pay the court cost, so it would still be that much money, too. So they kind of got you, right? Yes, yeah. Um, or, and if you don't pay, uh, they may put a uh, lien, a mechanics lien, on your property. So you are kind of over a barrel. Wow, that is so easy to fall for, too, because you learn, oh, great, well, go ahead and do it, and then it's too late. So, wow. Right. And right. yet, and there's still another scam. Um, you know, we have been fairly lucky this year that we haven't had a great number of storms with hail damage, but um, because we have had some, uh, there are not so legitimate roofers going door to door, pointing out hail damage to individuals and claiming that um, in order for them to uh, work on your property, they'll handle everything, but you must. Uh, they say it's required by law that you have a public adjuster uh, handle your claim. Well, that's, that's a falsehood. That, there is no law that requires a public adjuster All insurance companies uh, will have their own adjusters who will come out and look look at the damage. So if someone knocks on your door uh, and you do have hail damage and you do need roof repair, uh, anyone who tells you that you must use a public adjuster, uh, do not believe them. In fact, close the door on them. Is there a website or somewhere we can go to get the latest on the scams and how to prevent and things to watch for that we're talking about? Yes, indeed. All you have to do is go to our website, uh, bbb.org. Uh, you'll put in your zip code, and it'll take you to uh, the Chicago BBB website, and we are the regional office for the Chicago BBB. All right, that's Better Business Bureau, bbb.org. Mm-hmm. So now for companies that are legit for hail damage or sealant for driveways, they have the Better Business Bureau logo on there? Uh, if, if they are accredited, yes. Um, they will have either uh, the logo on their uh, estimates, on their vehicles, on their business cards. And if you have any question, you can call our number at 815-963-2222, and we will provide you with uh, a list of accredited businesses we also have a free service that's called Request a Quote, where all you, if you have any sort of need for uh, repair, roofing, plumbers, auto repair, you name it, uh, you can go to Request a Quote, put in the, the information uh, about what your need is, and we will contact the uh, accredited businesses uh, that service provide the service you're looking for. They will contact you. So all you have to do is sit back and wait and and choose the one that you would like to work with. So I guess in conclusion, as you said earlier, Dennis, if it seems too good to be true, it probably is. It, it, it's been that way for the 20 years that I've been with the BBB and long before that. Wow. Well, I, you, we could talk for hours and days about scammers, but we appreciate the time that you gave us this morning. Again, the website, bbb.org. Get your questions answered. Again, if it seems too good to be true, it probably really is.
Thank you so much, Dennis. We appreciate it. And thank you very much, Steve. Dennis Horton, Better Business Bureau. More with This Week in the State Line and Rockford Mayor Tom McNamara is next. Wash your hands, avoid sick people, and touching your face. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Visit cdc.gov slash COVID-19. Brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this... It's Steve Summers, and this weekend, the State Line continues with Rockford Mayor Tom McNamara, our weekly chat. Good morning, sir. How are you? Hey, Steve. I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me on. Absolutely. First of all, I want to thank you, and if you had any part in the Founders Landing upgrade at Davis Park, it looks absolutely wonderful. Absolutely. So we were really excited to get this going. This was a collaboration between the Convention and Visitor Bureau uh, Gorman, who owns the brand-new Embassy Suites Hotel, as well as the city of Rockford. 500 gallons of paint is what I heard. Oh, my. That's a lot of paint. <laughs> That's a lot of paint, a lot of labor. But it looks absolutely stunning, and um, you don't realize how bad things need a facelift till you get them done. You're like, wow, that looks really good. Absolutely. Uh, Rock Valley College is in the news this week. Um, you're making a pitch to have Rock Valley College stay in the area versus going to different school districts. Absolutely. So we uh, were big fans of Rock Valley College and the commitment that they've had over the years to our community, but we really believe that the Advanced Technology Center needs to be located in Rockford for a host of reasons. Number one, uh, the majority of manufacturers uh, are in Rockford. Number two, the majority of manufacturer employees are in the city of Rockford. And number three, we have the greatest need, and our, especially our youth and our community have the greatest need, and we just believe that that uh, brand-new facility should be located uh, where those communities who have been historically not invested in uh, have the greatest access and opportunity to participate in the program, and that's right here in Rockford. So no decision has been made. It's just you're making your case for Rockford. Absolutely, and we've been making our case uh, to Rock Valley College about locating this in Rockford, especially in historically disadvantaged communities for the last four years. Uh, but uh, they're going to be making this decision, and we really urge them to choose the city of Rockford as their location. Absolutely. Well, good luck on that campaign. Uh, COVID-19 updates, anything to share with us this week? Yeah, so uh, we continue to do really well here locally when it comes to our stats. Uh, we are meeting all of the benchmarks, and on the 26th, uh, barring any sort of uh, really horrific incidents uh, and dramatic increases of cases, we are going to be in great shape to move to the governor's uh, phase four, which includes us being able to host events uh, of uh, up to 50 people, which means we can get back to neighborhood meetings, block parties, things of that nature, get back engaged in the community, which we are all really looking forward to. Well, let's all keep our fingers crossed since we are on the right path. Um, I know it was very hard with all the social distancing through Mother's Day and all the other uh, requests, but it's proving dividends now since other states seem to be spiking. It really is. And so, I, I mean, I... I want to say I uh, 100% understand the frustration uh, and the inconvenience that uh, the modifications and mediation efforts took to uh, stall COVID-19 and decrease the spread of it. But with that being said, uh, it is definitely proving that uh, the governor and the state of Illinois, uh, although at times painful, uh, had a really good plan in place because our cases are dropping precipitously in the state of Illinois and even here locally, while other states that opened up far earlier uh, are now seeing spikes. So continue to wash your hands, wear the mask, use your disinfectant, continue safe practices, correct? Absolutely. So we got here 
uh, by collectively being vigilant. And we need to continue to do that, continue to wear those face coverings, wash your hands regularly, and make sure that you're cognizant of where you're going. And uh, still, I would urge folks to limit those op- those number of people that go to the grocery store, uh, things of that nature, because COVID is certainly still out there. we got to continue to be vigilant, even though we're starting to see, uh, I guess I would say, real signs of summer and real signs of uh, our economy really reopening. And as far as a couple of weeks ago, you mentioned something about this big secret, but it was going to put Rockford on the map again and all this such. Uh, I haven't seen anything. Maybe I missed it. I'm just asking, has that been released yet, or is that still a secret? So it's still a secret, but it is definitely happening, and we're really excited about it. Um, But, yes, Steve, unfortunately, it's still a secret. All right, stay tuned. That's called the teaser in the business. Yeah. (laughs) And then finally, uh, I know we've been making a lot of progress with communication and talking about racism and police fairness and everything that's going on in the world and in our community. And I know you're a big part of that. Those communications, those conversations are still happening. Absolutely. So uh, a couple of things we have to recognize. Uh, I would say, number one, we are taking a number of initial steps, and I'd underscore initial. We have a community, uh, a citizen-led effort to review our use of force policies. We have the request for information on body cams out And we are doing these listening sessions. And I I would say two things. One, these listening sessions, people have said, well, we're sick of talking. I get that. Um, But these are more than just listening sessions. Uh, I think we've talked a lot, but we have not listened very well historically. And so, one, we will be listening. But from those listening sessions, it's not just going to be these conversations. It's going to be taking themes from these listening sessions and creating specific action items to uh, have city council address each and every one of them. I would say the other thing is we also have to understand our officers are doing some really amazing work getting engaged in the community. And we haven't been able to see a lot of this work for the last three months due to COVID. But you can just look at a number of the programs that we have in place. Uh, We have the strong houses. We have the rock houses. We have block parties. We have fit girls, which for the last two years, Officer Kira Watson has been working with uh, KFAC and others for fitness program. We have the youth of police academy. We have safety camps. We have community kid zone, ice cream socials, recreation nights at District 2, uh, basketball camps. Uh, our police department has really been working hard and done a phenomenal job of engaging the community, and, they, and they're going to continue to do so. So since you have so much communication with the police department, are they receptive to all this conversation as well? Absolutely. So, I, I mean, I, I think there's that kind of fallacy out there that they are not. Uh, our officers uh, have done a tremendous job engaging in the community. I mean, when Chief O'Shea got here, uh, he said he wants all the officers to be community service officers. And uh, the department has underwent huge transitions over the last four to five years. And, uh, yeah, our officers, we have phenomenal officers doing a great job day in, day out in our community. Absolutely. So I'm glad to hear that that's still uh, going forward and the conversations continue. And it sounds like you have in your mind some kind of a plan of action that once all this is done, you kind of, envision some future for the city? We definitely do. Uh, I mean, there's a host of things we have to understand. All the inequities that are going on and have been going on for years and years and years throughout our country, we're not immune to that here. But uh, we also have to understand this isn't just simply a policing issue. This is a full community issue. Uh, This is what's going on in our homes, 
to what's going on at the city, to what's going on at the police department, Rock Valley College, and even the school district and the park district. All of us need to be uh, continually working to improve in that constant mode of improvement. Uh, and I just think we have tremendous opportunity. A lot of people have said, oh, my gosh, I can't believe what's been going on. I think it's great. It, we have this opportunity with COVID uh, and the recent discussions about all these inequities. We've hear a lot of people say, well, we just got to open up. We just got to do this. We have a tremendous opportunity to not just open up because reopening to me says, let's go back to what was normal. Well, what was normal obviously wasn't working well for everyone who calls Rockford home. So we have this opportunity to rebuild the city where uh, to be that city that we know we can be and want it to be, and quite honestly, our citizens deserve it to be. So we're energized here at the city to work with all of our citizens to make it a great place to live so that no one lives in fear and that everyone can come together and have the opportunity to succeed. Well, that is well said, sir. Uh, I know it seems trite compared to everything going on in the world, but uh, still working on the potholes and doing everything else for improvements in the city streets and such, too? We, we absolutely are. So we just uh, uh, put out a over $40 million capital improvement plan. You're starting to see some of those investments take place uh, throughout our city. Uh, these improvements are in every single ward and every single side of our town, uh, and so we're doing that. I would also say uh, we obviously have a lot of potholes. I would urge citizens, help us uh, fill those potholes by submitting requests. You can submit a request online, and you can actually even track your uh, city's uh, employees' progress at filling those potholes and service requests. So if you see tall grass, you see a pothole, turn it in so that we can address it immediately. Excellent. Well, thank you. It's always a pleasure to talk to you to learn something new every time we discuss something. It's great. Great to talk to you, and thanks for all that you do. Thanks for listening. Join us next Sunday morning at 6 for another edition of This Week in the State Line, or subscribe to the podcast at rockfordradio.com. This Week in the State Line is produced by Midwest Family Illinois.